Hi, welcome to the Bobbin Podcast. I am Troy. And this is Chris. And today we're going to be talking about the delay of, yet again, the Morbius movie. Morbius. It's not dead uh, yet, but... Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, you can uh, you can try to kill a vampire. You could try to, you know, drive a stake through its heart, try to burn it, try to push back the release date. Um, all of those things, uh, but it will eventually see this movie. You know, at this point, I kind of expect it to get pushed back. So the fact that it was like delayed again, I was like, eh, you know, no surprises here. This is about the seventh release date it's had, so no big deal. Yeah, I mean, patience is a virtue, uh, but I think patience is just a key in making money at this point. Yeah, you know, always follow the money. Uh, in the in the case of this, obviously we we have a huge surge in COVID cases. Um, you know, we don't know what what certain mandates will look like in the future, and especially being that the release date was only a couple weeks away. I think Sony, as a company, was seeing the success of Spider Man, was like, "Hey, we could kind of eat off this for a little while. Why don't we give Morbius a little bit more time so that you know." If once, hopefully, once we you know get over this surge, you know people are able to confidently go back to the theaters and have the same experience they had watching Spider Man. Yeah, which I mean, I saw Spider Man again the other day. It wasn't a packed theater, but it was about halfway full, and it's been out for for a while now. I mean, only about three weeks, I think. Listen, I saw it twice the weekend it came out. It's honestly, we could probably you know, link this surge in COVID cases directly to everyone going to see Spider-Man so many times. Um, you know, both times I saw it, it, it was packed. Um, and rightfully so, we talked about it. It was a very, like, it was a hype movie. Obviously, a lot of, like, fan service and all those things. Uh, but in terms of the strategy, Sony is, I think, the only major studio that doesn't have a streaming service. Even you know, Universal has Peacock. I was just about to bring that up, man. Like that's the only reason why we're probably getting some of these delays. Yeah, but they the the thing is too, they've kind of had the the most success as a studio too. You know, Ghostbusters did um did well. Um, what was the other movie they released during the year that did pretty well? I think for the most part they had a, a pretty good um batting average. Oh, Venom. How could I forget Venom? Venom was huge. <laughs> um they had a really good successful like theatrical experience and obviously they've positioned themselves as a studio that's like hey we believe in the theatrical experience obviously because they have no choice they don't really have a streaming service that kind of like that they could pump up with this content and stuff like that so um it makes sense that they delay it um it's obviously disappointing because it kind of felt like this was the perfect release date because you had Venom and then you had Spider-Man and then you had Morbius kind of like back to back to back. And it felt like, Hey, this would actually like elevate um, Morbius a little more. Like, whereas like, I think people weren't too excited about the movie from the trailers or anything like that, but you know, sort of like the pixie dust of Spider-Man, no way home and Venom would make people go like, all right, I'm going to go take a chance on Morbius. Yeah, man. I've almost bought like a, uh, a regal 90 day subscription pass to see all the movies I want because I'm like, man, January is going to be a packed month. And now it's just going to be even more packed because since it's in April, the Batman is in March and there's just more and more movies coming out after that. So 
you know, that's the perfect time to buy yourself a, a subscription service to whatever movie theater you can go to and get some good discounts on some stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I that's why I thought it was the perfect release date, too. I think there's a lot of content coming out in the in this month in general. You have like a ton of superhero stuff. Eternals coming out on Disney Plus, Peacemaker coming out on HBO Max. But, you know, Morbius kind of stood alone when it came to theatrical experiences. Like, unless you were seeing Spider-Man for the fourth or fifth time, you're like, oh, like, this is the first superhero movie of the new year. And that was the only time, like, Morbius would have that, like, kind of, like, basically the the decks were cleared for it. Obviously, like, it was very unlucky, and now we have the surge, so you kind of have to push it. Um, And now it's probably going to be the second one. I don't know if there's one be in between um batman and this but batman is now the first superhero of the movie of the year and if you think about it the last one of last year was spider-man so you know this is going to be huge um i don't know if morbius can really you know hold his weight against like you know some of the movies that are coming out around that time especially with you know i would see batman like three times so i think like whether or not it can hold its weight I remember watching this trailer or like seeing teasers for Morbius like early 2020 and being like, I'm seeing this movie. I'm excited. So I'm just kind of getting a little nostalgic for when I remember watching that first trailer. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm definitely hyped to see this movie now. You know, it's uh, (laughs) pretty weird about it. It's like because the last two years have been such a blur, it doesn't feel like that long. But really, like, we've been waiting for this movie for two years at this point. <laughs> like, I remember in one case where it kind of worked against the movie. I remember when they did, like, a, a Super Bowl, like, commercial for, like, the second G.I. Joe. And then they realized, like, oh, snap. You know, spoilers for G.I. Joe, by the way, if you haven't seen that <laughs> the second G.I. Uh, re- retaliation. This has been too, too long. It's been, like, 10 years. But, you know, there wasn't enough Channing Tatum, so they, like, pushed the movie back like nine months and then added like two more minutes of Channing Tatum and the movie did okay. But obviously that was the last movie of those GI Joe movies. And I don't think it was worth pushing back the movie or anything like that. And like with this movie, like we've been seeing the marketing for it. Um, It was supposed to come out. I'm sure it's been finished. Like, I don't think there's anything been added to it. Maybe like a little touch up here and there, maybe a little line of ADR, but the movie's basically been on a shelf. I think it was supposed to come out before Venom. And now you've got, we've gotten to the point where it's like, it's kind of, (laughs) and if Dr. Strange didn't get pushed back, it would have been coming out after Dr. Strange would have been, which would have been nuts. Man, I just can't wait for, the like part of the movie when they're like three years in the making we bring you morbius and we're like well making two Morbius. that's more accurate (laughs) and it doesn't feel that way like i said it's, it's been such a blur these last two years like where i think like most regular people would be exhausted of being like wasn't this movie supposed to come out and stuff like that i think most people have been are used to you know covid time slowing things down and kind of speeding things up at the same time like we all we live in this weird like interstellar planet where time doesn't really <laughs> apply to things so we're i think by the time it comes out most people be like oh like oh i guess morbius is out and stuff yeah um, you know but like kind of, you said every movie's at, at a chance of getting pushed back so whether you're dying to see 
and yeah, oh, it got pushed back. Every movie is susceptible to being pushed back nowadays. You know, like you said, time is a little bit more uh, because it's not just one movie; it's every movie that we are kind of back. Yeah, and what I was gonna say is like with yeah, like with all these things, whether it be games, movies, music, and you kind of expect those things with um, the way the world is now, and we you kind of have to like deal with it. Um, I don't think too many people are like upset about Morbius being pushed back. But, you know, going back to things, it was pretty exciting to see how it would have connected to Venom and Spider-Man. And just before we get deep into that, I just want to say, like, hey, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, if you're, like, one of, like, one person that hasn't seen Spider-Man or one of the five people that hasn't seen Venom, let there be carnage. I'm just going to say, like, spoiler alert, you don't want to get any stray spoilers for, you know, a different movie. This is obviously going to be titled a Morbius podcast, but... Just so you know, if you haven't seen those movies, turn it this podcast off. Turn it off. Go watch them. Uh, if you don't want to spend the two, three hours watching both of them, there's probably a recap uh, movie on YouTube you can watch just filling you in. And then you can turn this back on. For... All right. So you're back? All right. What's so back? now we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about these things. Um, super disappointing. Uh, because I felt like Morbius, it was the one like Venom, like the tr- like the selling point was like, hey, Carnage! Like finally we have Carnage. You're gonna see Carnage on the big screen. With Morbius, even from the first trailer, it was teasing like con- being connected to the Spider-Man universe. Michael Keaton was in the first trailer, and then with this last trailer that came out recently. It had a reference to Venom. so And then also it referenced some events in San Francisco, which were the events in Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So you're like, oh my God, this is going to be the movie that kind of like connects all these different like movies that really kind of make no sense that they're connected. But hey, you know, we're comic book fans. None of this ever makes sense. So that's why I was super excited to see it. I was like, and the last trailer, it showed more of like what, jared leto looks like in his vampire form like his morbius form and i was like this is actually pretty badass and pretty accurate so i'm in yeah man i was kind of hesitant at first because i was looking up some of the old comics of what morbius kind of looked like and i was like man this is this is a little cheesy and then once that trailer hit and like i was like no man he's gonna be intense this is gonna be some intense kind of action and as they kind of reveal some of his powers through the trailer and just like how you know bloodthirsty kind of like an animal like how animal like it he looks i'm definitely excited for it and the one thing that keeps bringing the excitement back more and more is that michael keaton clip when he's saying hey we should keep in touch because that's that's my link to the spider verse that mcu has made and I want to see what's this post credit trailer. But <laughs> what's the post credit trailer that's going to try and tie some of this more and more together? That's what I'm wanting to try and see. Yeah. Um. And like now that we've seen No Way Home, um, it kind of makes no sense because <laughs> at the end of the you know the No Way Home post credit scene, which tied to the Venom post credit scene, you see Venom in obviously the MCU kind of, you know, talking about going to see Spider-Man, and then he's taken away, presumably back to his universe. 
So you're like, oh, wow. So I guess they are in separate universes. And then you watch the trailer for uh, Morbius and you're like, wait, then how is Michael Keaton in this universe? And then you also watch the trailer again. You're like, wait, that photo of Spider-Man as a murderer, that's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So which, <laughs> which universe are we in? And also to add on top of that, I think the Daily Bugle is a newspaper in this and whereas the MCU, it's obviously a website, you know, run by Jay Jonah. So where well, are we? And on the newspaper, it has uh, a little clip about a black cat. So. Yeah, just Sony's a... just doing whatever they want. And I- I'm down with it. I was excited. And going back to kind of like your first experience with, with Morbius, with me, it was the Spider-Man animated series. And. I always thought of him as like an energy vampire. <laughs> I had no idea in the comics he was an, like an actual vampire. So every time I see him in other media or anything like that, and I, even the comic books, and I'm like, why is he sucking blood and stuff like that? Doesn't he have like those hand things where he sucks plasma <laughs> out of you? <laughs> I think you're thinking of the trailer, parasite. <laughs> yeah, and even in the trailer, I was like, where's his hand thing? <laughs> with the little holes on his hand so you can suck the plasma out of him. And I was like, oh, wait, that's a comic thing. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, watch those Spider Man animated series because he's pretty awesome. The accent in that is pretty cool. And, um, we may have talked about this or just talking about this, like, off, like, off the podcast, but those, like, series it would be x-men the animated series spider-man the animated series batman the animated series they're really good jobs of like introducing these characters to me because to be honest as a comic book reader i you know if i saw morbius on the shelf i'm not gonna pull that book to be honest yo that's the bread and butter of our generation is if you saw it on tv on saturday mornings or if it was like a rerun happening at 3 4 o'clock in the afternoon after school that's that's your first probably exposure to all of this and the writing and everything for all those shows were so good that it's like there's no need to really replace them which is kind of bad because as an adult i'm like hey can we get some more content and it's like well but all that stuff you had when you're a kid it was so good we don't want to remake that yeah uh they they got to figure out a way um i've watched some of the animated series that are on because obviously as a parent i have disney plus you know I basically have cable now with all these streaming services. So you kind of like, you're able to kind of clip into these things and, you know, none of them really have that because, you know, with those older cartoons, they were almost like direct adaptations. So they did a good job of being like, Hey, like here's this character you probably never heard of. And they would do a good job of leveraging the large character, like a Spider-Man or a Batman to kind of like, Hey, here's the, these lesser characters you may have never read in a comic book or anything like that, but here's a cool story about them. And Morbius was kind of like that for for me. And you know, to be honest, that was the the only reason I was excited to watch the movie. You know, um, I kind of wanted more uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. So the fact that he's Morbius, I'm like, the you know, Joker's probably never happening again. Uh, so I was like, ah, I don't know. Joker. Yeah, and with with the Sony movies, you know, they're very hit or miss. So um, I was kind of like looking forward to it um, because of my experience with that. Um, and then also to couple like the excitement of like literally the high of just, you know, watching Spider-Man No Way Home twice. I was like, all right, like I want more Spider-Verse, whatever it is. And then, you know, you throw on top of that, hey, Into the Spider-Verse 2 is coming out next year as well. I mean, end of this year, you're like, 
Spider-Man! <laughs> but it's just like so much stuff, you know. Well, let me ask you this, man, because you you sparked a question uh, in my in my head, and I'm I'm really interested to get your thoughts. So you said you know Sp- Sony's kind of just doing whatever with all these Spider-Man references. What universe are they kind of playing in? And we got to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back on the big screen, and it was awesome. No one has said, "Yeah, let's come back and do another movie" or anything like that, but. If Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire said, hey, I will do one more Spider-Man movie and we've got all this other extra Sony content that's been made through Venom and uh, Morbius and some other stuff that they might have in the works. Would you want Hunter coming? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Would you want Tobey to come back as a Spider-Man inside the Spider-Verse or would you want Andrew Garfield to come back as a Spider-Man inside the Spider-Verse? That's a tough one because I, I obviously love Toby's movies more. Uh, Toby is the only Spider-Man in my heart. Um, but also, I think like uh, you know, Andrew deserves a shot at like a really good Spider-Man story. You know, um, I think we all agree he's a really talented actor, did a great job as Spider-Man. But um, those stories obviously were were not the best, and it even put Sony in a position where it's like, hey. Uh, Marvel, can you can come help us rehabilitate Spider Man? Like, you know how crazy that is, where they're like, they didn't know how to make money with Spider Man. They had to go to Sony, to Marvel and be like, hey, like we don't know how to make Spider Man movies. Help us. Um, so I, I do, you know, want him to have the opportunity to be in a really good one, and I think he did with No Way Home. And I think there's pretty like, you know, if they're never in another Spider Man movie, I'm fine. But I would love to see you know Andrew Garfield's. Um, spider-man you know face off with these you know in in his movies they kind of the part of the problem with those movies is that they were trying to stuff too many villains in them you know before they even developed any kind of like you know establish him as spider-man so the fact that like now it feels like everyone feels that he's he's there be cool now that you have this universe of villains that have already been built up you can have spider-man come in and be like hey like stop being a villain yeah and even if like even if he doesn't confront uh morbius or uh any other villain that they create like a solo movie for it's still just enough lore and background to be like okay so that exists and this other spider-man exists if they come in for like five minutes or there's some references dropped like the audience is already caught up for it and i think personally like i am pretty much aligned with you i think tomu Bar, you know he's he's the one true spider-man uh but I'm happy and totally fine with where Andrew Garfield, I feel like he kind of deserves to get his trilogy under his belt. But, uh, and he's also now at a point too where he could make uh, an even better Spider Man than what he was before because he kind of gets a springboard from uh, having some more screen time with No Way Home on and can kind of come back and be like, you know, I'm not alone and I'm more confident and, you know, can do his own cool, unique Andrew Garfield Spider-Man thing. So, yeah, man, I, I'd be really interested to see where all these Sony products. I feel like Morbius is going to be very similar to how Venom was, uh, where is it a great movie? It's not the best movie. Is it a good time? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a good time. So I kind of want to see where's all of this gonna lead is it just 
so we can make some money. That's cool. But at the same time, like, try to keep those in ways, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's going to take longer to find out now. <laughs> it might take whereas, even longer. Yeah. We keep getting these pushbacks. Yeah, whereas it, it probably would have taken us two weeks to find out where this movie stands. Now it's going to take us about three months. Um, but it's, man, what uh, would that be crazy if that after Morbius they like they reveal their master plan, and then it's like, wow, Morbius is so worth the wait. Everybody was underscoring this movie, but they're like, no, this is our master plan and our incredible sequence of Morbius. Yeah, Morbius, no way home. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be nuts if it's like the greatest superhero movie ever made. Like they're just tossing it aside, kicking it down, you know, down the road and stuff. And then you're like, oh, I guess I'll see it. And then you leave the theater, you're like, Jesus Christ, they have just made the Citizen Kane of superhero movies. Um, I highly doubt that. You know, if they were super <laughs> confident in it, they would have released it by now. They probably would have released it before Venom and stuff like that. But you know, who knows? Like, uh. Sony's a strange company. You can never like uh, place where you know where the plans are. Whereas like with Marvel, you could be confident that there's a plan and stuff like that. But even as you watch these movies, like uh, like Venom, which obviously we've talked about, and you know I love how like fun that movie is. Like when you watch the end credit scene, it very much feels like one day someone woke up and you're like, you know, we could kind of connect this to Spider Man if we wanted to. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Let's just call Tom. And they call Tom Hardy and they're like, hey, um, we're in Mexico right now. We could fly you out. We'll shoot this little scene. It'll connect <laughs> to No Way Home. You know, we don't have to, like, ever pay it off or anything like that. But it'll just be cool. And uh, if you watch No Way Home and credit scene, you're like, oh, well, they kind of paid it off. But also, you know, kind of took it back as well. Uh, yeah. So it and shows they... just how, like, loose the way they approach things are. Uh, whereas with Marvel, everything, every you know, a detail from 10 years ago will pay off, you know, in a Disney Plus series. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they got the master plan, so they got to have all these details. Uh... Yeah. We'll see. We, we'll just got to wait and see. Hopefully there's no more. But it's excited for it. Yeah. And what you guys need to not delay it is subscribing to the podcast on wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, do not hesitate to rate it, review it. Um, also, follow us on Instagram where we're most active. Uh, we're going to start building out more content and stuff like that on those platforms. So look out for that as well. Yeah. And not only rating it uh, and following us, but if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. Maybe we've got an opinion that you'd like to see if your friend agrees or disagrees or disagrees with, uh, share it with them and loop them back in. Well, bada boom. Bada boom. And then, then we'll bada boom in three more months when we go see Morbius.